Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the draft show, talking about the running backs in this draft. And I'm coming right from my war room, right here. You got the whiteboards in the background, TV screens over here, every college game that's been played. I go all the way down to Elon College, Nassau Community College. If there's a prospect out there playing over in Polynesia, I'm finding him. I'm going to discover him. I'm going to watch something on him. I don't need, I've, I've got every single game. I'm at NFL Films, third floor. I got Pete down there in the Dub Center. If I want to go watch the Hula Bowl, East West Shrine game, I can watch them all. So I've got plenty of resources here. We've got draft books and draft Bibles, you name it. We Combine results. So we're here after all this work to talk about the top running backs in this draft. And really, there's, there's one elite player at this position in this draft, and he might be the best player in the draft, that's B. John Robinson. Um, I'll just tell you that I remember at the Combine when the running backs ran, I was doing a show with the great Hall of Famer, LaDainian Tomlinson. And I knew LaDainian loved B. John Robinson. I, I mean, I just knew it. And, you know, I listen, to, I listen to LT a lot, especially when it comes to running backs, but let's just listen to him about the game of football because he was such a unique player. But I, remember, I just remember asking him, I go, LT, what is Bijan going to run in the 40? Because everybody wanted to see, you know, is he a 4-5 guy? Is he 4-4? What, what was he going to be? And LT said, Baldy, he's going to run a 4-4-6. And Bijan Robinson ran a 4-4-6. I mean, LT hit it right on the, like, right to the 100th of a second. At 5'11", 215 pounds. If you watch him in Texas, like, he's just, gosh, wait. You, you just watch him in the Alabama game and just watch him catch the football against Alabama. He looks like a wide receiver. He's been compared to Saquon Barkley. It's it's fair. It's very fair. Um, the guy averaged over six yards a carry at Texas. He scored 23 touchdowns. He had 60 catches the last two years. Um, but he's he, he he's probably not as big as Saquon. Saquon's probably thicker and heavier. You know, he's quadzilla. Like, nobody has thighs like Saquon. But he is... First of all, he's an incredible kid. He's very gregarious. Gregarious. He's very um, upbeat. Like he's got a big smile on his face. He loves the game of football. Uh, he's very articulate. He's smart. Uh, there's, there's nothing. You bring Bijan Robinson into your team. You just put him in the middle of the team. Like he's a leader, and he's a star, and every eight-year-old kid you know, in your city, he's going to want his jersey. He's just so he's got that, but then you know he's got contact balance. He hits home runs with his speed. Um, he's got great vision. He runs behind his pads, like he's got the whole package. He's just an unusual guy to have the size, the frame, the speed, the strength, and then just the acuity, just the mental acuity. So, you know. People are very hesitant to taking running backs high. Zeke Elliott, fourth pick in the draft by Dallas, turned out to be a great pick. He was a great player. Still is. Um, Saquon uh, had an amazing rookie season, had some injury seasons, had an amazing season last year, helping the Giants get to the playoffs. And he, he's the same guy. Like, he's just an incredible person to be around. And I feel like Bija, and so is Zeke. I mean, both of them. You know, I, I – you know, I mean, I, I love both those guys. Um, they're real football players. 
You know, they just happen to play running back. But they're great football players. They, you win games because of your star players. And Bijan's a star. So, like, to me, you could say Arizona, they need defensive help. There's no doubt. Will Anderson's out there. We'll get the edge rushers. But why wouldn't Arizona be interested? You're bringing Kyler Murray back. Why would not put the best running back in the backfield with them? I mean, I don't think it's out of line. Could, you know, Indianapolis not going to do it. They got Jonathan Taylor. Could Detroit do it? Absolutely. They got a defense uh, offense coordinator in Ben Johnson. He's brilliant. They can't keep a running back healthy in Detroit. They got a great offense. You put Bijan behind Penny Sewell. And that group up front, my God, they're going to run for a lot of yards. But you could just go through the list. Teams, like, why wouldn't Chicago be interested? I know they signed some in free agency, but, I mean, the Houston Texans. You know, I know they got Damian Pierce, but how about a one? Like, you just go through the list of teams. The New England Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson was a great player this year. He's a hell of a player. Led a team in receptions and running and all that. Average over five yards a carry. But you kind of need two guys in this business. Look, when you, when you try to pair up Bijan Robinson and a team that's needy at running back, like you, you, you have to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. They're, they're picking number 10. Miles Sanders is gone. Yeah, they brought in a free agent. They got Boston Scott, and they've got, you know, uh, other players there. But Howie Roseman, like, it doesn't fit Howie's profile to draft a running back or linebacker in the first round. just doesn't. But sometimes the talent is just so good. And if Howie Roseman would take Bijan at number 10 in this draft, I'm just going to tell you, South Philadelphia is going to throw a parade. Like, forget about waiting for a Super Bowl again. They're just going to throw a parade right now. Like, forget about the Phillies and the Flyers and the Sixers. They're just going to throw a parade on April 27th if Howie drafts Bijan Robinson. But I have a feeling he's going to drop. I just have a feeling he's going to drop. And so, like, I was on a podcast with Dallas Cowboys last night. And they're they, some really smart guys on that podcast, too. Brian brought us. Like, Brian has been doing this business for a long time. And it's his favorite player in the draft. And Dallas sitting there at number 26. I mean, if Bijan dropped past 20, because teams just said, we're not taking running back. Jets took Brees Hall last year, you know, on his way to rookie of the year towards ACL. It's, it's, it's part of the business. Um, if, if Bijan Robinson drops past 20, drops past Seattle at 20, they're not going to take him. They got a rookie running back last year. was really good, but I mean, Dallas is going to make a move. They're they're I mean, they, Tony Pollard is the only back on the roster right now. And he's coming off a torn, you know, a, tour, a bad injury. I can't see Bijan Robinson in any draft dropping past Dallas at 26. Could you imagine the talent? I mean, the way they draft when you have, you know, Michael on one side, Bijan on the other. I mean, this CD and the slot. I mean, gosh, the talent would just be crazy in Dallas. They would go nuts. They could probably draft an offensive guard, but that's Bijan. The second best running back in my in this draft to me is Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. He is a dynamic player. He's big. Six foot, 214 pounds, ran a four, five, three, plenty of speed. Um, you know, he's 18 bench presses, you know, all that kind of stuff. He was two years at Michigan, transferred to UCLA, played with Chip Kelly. Um, gosh, he had 400 carries for Chip, you know, had uh, 27 touchdowns. The guy's got great contact balance. I mean, he runs through tackles. 
He is a dynamic player. We'll just watch him in that game, that shootout game against USC. He had a fantastic game. You go to, he lost one fumble in four years of college football. He protects the ball. He caught 61 passes for over 500 yards at UCLA um, from Dorian Robinson Thompson. Like, he's a good player. He's a really good player. I don't think he's a first-round pick, but I think you can get Zach Charbonnet if you're looking for a running back. You find him in the second round. It seems to be a sweet spot, you know, for running backs. I mean, look at Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry and look at a lot of guys, you know, um, um, you know, Miles Sanders. They're all second-round picks. You know, it seems like that would be a the sweet spot for Zach Charbonnet. Um, and then, you know, Detroit, you know, has a bunch of picks. You could see Detroit, you know, doing something like that with one of their second-round picks for sure. Um there's a lot of teams. If if the Los Angeles Chargers can't get things right right now with, you know, their pocket dynamo that they have right there, just one of the best players in the league, if they can't get that thing right, maybe Zach Charbonnet is a guy that could go there and, and help that offense with a new offensive coordinator. So he'll be in demand. There's no question about it. But I feel like second round. Then there's Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Now, he spent two years at Georgia Tech. You know, he's not the biggest guy. He's he's uh, he's 5'9", he's 200 pounds. Uh, he's, you know, he is, uh, he's got a lot of Jamal Charles in him. If you remember Jamal Charles coming out of Texas, he was there in the backfield, I think, with Ricky Williams. Um, had a great career in Kansas City. Um, he, he's got tremendous speed. He ran a 4'3", just a blazer. You know, he played at Alabama, averaged over six yards of carry this year. You know, one year, Alabama had almost 1,000 yards. But he also caught 44 passes. Like, this is a dual threat running back. Now, could he sneak in to the first round? It's possible because of his home run hitting speed. And the fact that he doesn't have a lot of tread off his tire at Georgia Tech and at Alabama. You know, he, he, he just hasn't been hit a lot. He also has kickoff return ability. He's got a you know, kickoff return for a touchdown in college. Like, he's got that ability. And he's young. He's 21 years old. Like, you're getting a young, talented, fast back. Now, 6'1", he's 200 pounds. He's not going to go push the pile. Probably not going to be, you know, he's he's a guy that um, sees the holes, and he's just a blazer through the holes. But not a guy that's going to get a lot of extra yards, probably after contact. I don't want to, you know, say that he can't do that. Because um, he does kind of remind me of a smaller Dalvin Cook. I thought Dalvin was really special coming out of Florida State. Um, he's not as – I don't think he's as – I don't think he's as big as Dalvin, but he's faster than Dalvin, and Dalvin's been a home run hitter in this business. Um, Aaron Jones isn't a whole lot bigger. You know, he's probably weighs a little bit more, but not a lot bigger, probably 5'10", 210. So there's, there's some similarities with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a fifth-round pick out of, you know, Texas El Paso. Shamir Gibbs is the third-best back for me in this draft, and I think he has a possibility of sneaking into the first round. But probably second round, you know, you know fits him. You look at, you know, my fourth guy is Chris Rodriguez at Kentucky. You know, he's, um, he's a five-year player. He's been there a long time. He scored 32 touchdowns. Um, he's a big power back. He's six foot in, in a whisker. He's 220 pounds. 
He's got NFL size. Go watch him, you know, against Alabama. Go watch him against the best in the country and watch him really flourish. Watch him with Will Levis back there and some really good games. He ran a 4-5-240, plenty of speed, you know, at that size. Uh, he catches the ball really well, uh, although, they, you know, they threw to him enough, but not, not a great deal. But I think Chris Rodriguez is the guy that looks like a second, maybe a third-round pick, but sec- certainly a second-day selection for Chris Rodriguez. And then I'm around this out talking about um, Dwayne McBride from UAB. Uh, he's a blazer from the Blazers. Um, he's 5'11", 215 pounds. He's thick, and he's sturdy. He ran a 4'5", 240 at the Combine. Um, he he bench-pressed 225 20 times. Just go watch his 2021 tape against Georgia with Jordan Davis and, you know, Kenyatta Wyatt and, like, all these guys that are first-round picks. He's running right through them, like contact balance like crazy. He's had a number. He's had 10 of his 11 games this year. He ran for 120 yards or more. Very consistent player. Uh, I know people that like him as the third best back in this whole league, in this whole draft. Uh, but Dwayne McBride, is he's not he's going to be a day two selection. He's not the first round pick, but he's, he's in that third round sweet spot where you could get yourself a quality back that could step in and play right away. Like there's no question. Like he, he gets it. He, he knows how to lower his pads and he's got some thump to his game and he's going to break tackles and he's going to push the pile and you want him in, you want him in the rotation in your backfield. Now I'm leaving a couple guys out and I want to get to him because there's some dynamic running back business. Like I'm just going to tell you three, I'll go through them pretty quickly, but Israel Abanaconda out of Pittsburgh, is a freak. Like he's 5'11, 215. He ran a 4'1, 40. He jumped 41 inches in a vertical jump. He's an explosive kid out of Brooklyn, New York. Like he averaged six yards a carry. Like he was better this year without, you know, Jordan Addison, without Kenny Pickett. Like it was his show. And he had a breakout season this year. Just breakout. 20 touchdowns. Israel Abanaconda is, I don't know. Like that's why. You know, B. John Robinson, as good as he is, teams say, well, I can get Bijan, I can get Israel Abanaconda in the second round, maybe the third round. And I'm gonna I can get myself a starting running back. Um, the guy is a pit panther. Like, and he's got a lot of good games. A lot of games you just go, wow. You watch him against Tennessee, and I don't know, did he have three touchdowns that day against Tennessee? Um, he was he was fantastic. Now, you want a guy like a smaller guy that just has freak speed. Then that's uh, Devon at chain. Devon at a Texas A&M, he's 5'9", 185 pounds. You know, he's got to jump around the shower just to get wet. Okay, let's face it. But he ran a 4'3", 240. And you see it. You see the speed. You watch it, you know, go, I don't know, deep. that game against Appalachian State that they lost, did he go 70 yards out the back door like he wasn't touched? Like he's got, he's got freak, freak speed. He had 60 catches in the last two years. Um He's just, you know, he's just not a guy, probably not a starter. I'm not going to say he's not a starter. You know, 5'9", 185, like how much pounding can you take? He's got to be a rotational back someplace, but he can be that guy. And then there's one other guy out of Tulane, um, Tajay uh, Spears. I saw him at Senior Bowl this year. 5'10", 195 pounds, had a great, great run with the Green Wave. I mean, ran a 4'4", 340. 
like just a freak season. Tulane was a really good team, top 20 team in the country, ran for almost 1,600 yards and 19 touchdowns. Um, from Ponchatoula, Louisiana, I just had to say that, you know, he's a Louisiana kid. Anybody that knows these, Louis, these kids from small towns in Louisiana, like football is their life. They, they play at a high level in high school. The game means a lot to him. He was the Cotton Bowl MVP. All right. We ran for over 200 yards against USC. I mean, just put on his final game. Just watch him run for four touchdowns and 200 yards against USC and a shootout game that they lost. Uh, but think about it. Tulane loses 46-45 to USC. Like, what business is USC against Caleb, you know, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley? You know, what business do they have? at, um, you know, Jerry's World, AT&T Stadium in, in Arlington, Texas. What business do they have playing with USC? Well, just watch Tajay Spears that day. He was maybe the best player. All right, Caleb Williams was really good too. But, like, he was really good that day. I mean, I've given you eight guys because I can't stop at five. But Bijan is the class of this group. But there's there's a lot of depth in this running back field. You think about Isaiah Pacheco last year, seventh-round pick at a Rutgers, right out of Vineland, New Jersey, just south of where I'm at right now, starting running back in a Super Bowl for a Super Bowl-winning team. Like, you can find these running backs in every round. I just happen to give you eight. 